unforgiving mind. God, we come full of mess, but we come to the best because you're King of Kings and you have not dealt with us according to our sins, nor have you rewarded us according to our iniquities. So we confess that we are wrong and you are right. We're sorry for our sins. Now minister to us, Lord God, out of your word, convict, convince, if need be, convert. Bless your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to thank my brother for that song. And uh, we thank the Lord again for another Lord's Day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. We're in Romans chapter 7, verse 23. Romans 7, verse 23. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Another brother from a different mother. I see another, Lord have mercy, law that's in my members. Perplexity is a natural part of life. Those times in which we become confused, confounded, and tend to confer with our feelings in place of our faith. And spiritually, we become perplexed when we cannot clearly see nor understand God's purposes, God's placements, and God's waiting periods in our lives. And this does not even touch the crust of our pain. That pain is not an independent commodity. Pain must all process through God's providence. Everything that comes into your life has to get Jesus to sign off on it. Because if Jesus does not sign off on everything, then God is not sovereign. That everything we are and been through has to go through the plan and providence of God. One of the truisms to believers is that, amen, you can 
bank on your proverbial account that whatever cloud of confusion you're going through, it is connected and perfected by God, amen, for, for your makeover. God, God is determined to make you and I over in the image of Christ. Uh, not, not, not only our makeover, but our maturity. God is trying to grow you up, amen, under intense heat. Not only for the makeup and the maturity, but for the motivation that God is always right regardless of what he does and does not do in our lives. And, 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 and this word perplexity, and, and, and I, let me stop pausing part. I have been perplexed in my life many, many times. Many, many times. Been perplexed. And Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, uh, we are perplexed but not in despair. That, that, that despair is we don't, throw the towel in for good. We don't fall prey to victimization that God doesn't love us. We, we, we just, you know, God allows us to become perplexed. And, and, and as we look at this perplexity, the Greek word means a loss of a way. Three different definitions. A loss of how to proceed and third, uh, amen, uh, moving without resources. So when, so when you think about perplexity, uh, we, we're, we're struggling with where we're going. We're struggling with where we are. And we're struggling with not having the resources we need to go. That's, that's, that's perplexity. We, 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 we are in um, perplexity. And, and I believe, and this is a Gordonism, I believe that Satan has three reasons he wants you perplexed. One, Satan, listen, Satan desires, Lord have mercy, amen, to, to, to make us worry. He wants us worrying about things we have no control over. Can I get a witness? We, 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 uh, we are, you know, so... So your Thanksgiving dinner, instead of you carving the turkey, everybody's hungry, you sitting over there with a speech, well, if I'm not here next year, well, if you're not here next year, you ain't going to carve. That's all. In the name of Jesus. The fact of the matter is, move on. That's out of your control. That's in God's hands, isn't it? Hey, 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 hey. he wants us to worry. Some of y'all came in here worried this morning. He not only wants us to worry, he wants us... Amen. To feel withdrawn from God's love. That's what he did to Eve in the garden. Amen. God doth know in the day you eat, you're going to be like him. He wants us to feel withdrawn from God's love. And there are some mornings that I don't always feel loved by, by God. I don't always feel loved by God, but I am loved by God. My feelings are fractured. Are y'all getting this? And the, and, the third, and the third thing is, Satan wants you to create your own work. 
work out your own life, work out your own plan, work out your own vision, work out your own direction. That, that's, that's riding right into Satan's hands because when you're not doing it for the Lord, but doing it for yourself, you're doing it for him. Gordonism. Worry, withdrawn from God's love, and come up with my own work plan. Because I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed. I don't know where this thing is going. I have no resources. Chris Bennett, I don't know where I am. I have no direction. I, uh, that's what Satan wants. Let me tell you three things God wants. Gordonism. God wants you to watch. Watch and pray. Joseph had to keep watching because God was taking him from the pit to the palace in spite of what folk was doing against him. Are y'all getting this picture? God wants you and I to watch. It's not over till it's over. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. And, 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 and see, with the watching, you got to start learning how to exposit a sermon so you can make it to the next step. You got to preach to yourself. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous for sin. You can't come to church every Sunday waiting on pastor to preach to you. You, you got to preach to yourself. You got to turn, turn that television off. You got to uh, yeah, get, get off the phone and the computer. Can I get a witness? And you got to start preaching back the promises of God. Can I get a witness? Yay. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. You got to preach to yourself. Can I get a witness? I've been young, now I'm old. The Lord is my refuge and my strength of every person. And, and as the devil's trying to cut in, you say, you, you just get louder on him. And the Lord is my light and my salvation. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Can I get a witness? You got to learn to preach to yourself. I encourage myself in the Lord. Man, when I get in trouble, I don't need no preacher. I become a preacher. Can I get a witness? The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, Lord, you said. Ah, Lord, you said that if I tithe, you would bless my crops. You said I would never go. Lord, have mercy. Hurting for anything. Can I get a witness? You bless my vision. You, you bless my victory. You bless my children. You bless my home. But uh, can I get a witness? You, you, you got to play back the word of God to God. I'm walking up in here like victims. Let me see what the pastor going to say today. You should come in the house with a word. Can I get a witness? You should get out of your car with a word. Ah, you should, you should come through the gates with a word. And I can tell you this, if you just keep quoting that word back to him, the devil starts doing this. He starts backing off you because Jesus said, it is written. Didn't Jesus say that? It is written. Can I get a witness? That word will cut, that word, that word will separate, that word will give me joy, that, that word, that word, that word will give me strength. 
you, you got you to gotta watch. But secondly, you got to wait. Do I have a witness? But they that wait on the Lord. You, you got to learn just to wait. Lord, I know you're not ignoring me. I know my, I, I know my name is coming up. I know you've got to, you already pinpointed when you're going to bless me. Lord, I know you're showing up. I just got to wait on you. Can I get a witness? You, you got to learn to wait. But third, you got to worship. You can't be sitting up here looking all down and come in the door like the hunchback of Notre Dame and amen, all bent over and wounded. No, 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 no. God wants you to worship him. How, how does he want you to worship him? He wants you to call things that be not as though it already was. Can I get a witness? You, you got to call the promises into play. Do I have a witness? The child of God, you got to worship him. Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles 20, the battle is not yours. But the battle is the Lord's. Now, stop fighting God's battle with your lack of energy. Let the Lord handle it. Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Do I have a witness? Uh, 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 so God, 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 God. God wants us in time of perplexity. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Every time I spend time with my kids, now they're grown, I, I tend to look at them and say, well, I made a mistake there. <laughs> well, I blew that there. <sighs> Fact of the matter is, I think that's what Job was talking about. Listen to Job. Though he slay me. See, you gotta, before you can appreciate this, you gotta understand Job didn't know what was going on. Job didn't know Satan and God was using him as a pawn. And Job was looking at God as the one that allowed all the stuff in his life. And he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Some of us can't trust him and, and he ain't slay us. Can I get a witness? Peter said, think it not strange, First Peter 4, concerning the fiery trial. Now, fiery trial is not just a trial, Chris Bennett. It's a different kind of trial. A fiery trial can hit you, amen, and burn stuff down. Can I get a witness? He said, but rejoice. And then James says, count it, reckon, listen, do your arithmetic, do your mathematics, do your calculus, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the fire testing of your faith is working out perseverance. Do I have a witness? That, that, that all of these things make us perplexed. We become perplexed. When we try to do our best mm, and find ourselves in a bunch of mess, we become perplexed. When we thought we were living right and all hell started breaking out. Mm -hmm. We become perplexed when we prayed and no answers come back. 
But uh, 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 child of God, Romans 7 is written to believers. If you're not a believer, this chapter is not for you. History says that Paul was 20 years saved when he wrote this. Now, the contents of Romans 7 tells me that if Paul was saved 20 years, Paul had some major problems. Just like us. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and he points to a process of perplexity that's in this chapter. That is, after you're justified, saved, justified, uh, just, just as righteous as Jesus Christ through your confession of, of faith, that, and, and then regenerated, given a new nature, and a new nature opposes the old nature that you were born with, the Adamic nature, and the old nature was contaminated, confused, conflictual, amen, and the central point of all, listen, controlling power, and that is opposed to the new nature, which is God's righteousness, his relevancy, his resisting of the devil, his restfulness, and his resortfulness to the abundant life, that when you look at all that's in this chapter, it deals with a matter of perplexity. Now, we're going to have perplexity in our marriages, perplexity in ministry, perplexity in our minds. We are going to be at odds, listen, with ourselves as we keep living this life. I thought I knew you. I thought I knew myself. But I didn't. Perplexed. I want to point out real quickly how this matter of perplexity to the renewing of the mind plays its point. Now, we dealt with process, we dealt with purpose, now we're dealing with uh, perplexity. I, I, this saved life is a perplexed life. Perplexed, perplexed, perplexed. And because our teaching mechanisms in discipleship and in the church are not cons- construed and constructed properly, people are confused about themselves, the old nature, the new nature. People are confused whether they're really saved. Amen. People are confused. Well, if I'm saved, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be thinking this. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be feeling this. All, all because no one has taught you the word of God. Can I get a witness? You, 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 no one has taught you the word of God. The only thing that's different from you and somebody going to hell this morning is the fact that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. That, that's, that's the only thing. I know you think you're on cloud nine temptations. I know you think you're way up there. I know you think you've earned your halo and it's hanging low. I know you think your ruby shoes are still shining. And, uh, uh, you know, wake up and smell the coffee. We are sinners. Saved by grace. Sinners saved by grace. And, 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 and we make simple mistakes because we are vying between two strong natures. Do I have a witness? Yeah, you get this on the way home. So, so there's three perplexities I want to bring out in this chapter. First perplexity are perplexity to the principles of God. Now, let me stop, pause apart. The word law is, is another uh, uh, a word for principle. Paul works through six principles in chapter 7 into chapter 8. 
I don't want to go too long into each principle, but uh, Paul says, listen, that the first principle is the principle which proves our dysfunction. It's the principle of permanency, and he uses marriage to talk about this permanency in chapter 7, verse 1 to uh, 4. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, principle, how that the law hath dominion over man as long as he liveth. Now, now stop pausing part. The law of marriage only applies as long as both are living. Are y'all getting this? Now, this doesn't mean you go pray that your mate would drop dead. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is, what Paul, what Paul is arguing is, in verse 2, for the woman which hath an husband is bound by the principle of the law to her husband as long as he liveth, but if the husband is dead, I don't know why God used the husband there. Maybe you try to tell her something. Uh, 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 she is loose from the law of her husband. So then while her husband liveth, she's married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, he is free from that law. Now be careful with this. People go in here and try to use this as a basis for marriage. It is not. Because the marriage is dead when there is perpetual fornication and adultery. Oh, Lord. The marriage is dead when there's abandonment. When I'm married to you and you ain't seen me in four years, I just left. The marriage is dead. Now, I've been here 31 years, and 20-something and years ago, I got some calls. Passed, I won, I'm, 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 I'm putting them for a divorce because my husband abandoned me. I said, how long has he been gone? Last night. I said, well, no, you can't. No, no, baby. You, you, we, we, we ain't doing that here, baby. Leroy, we ain't doing that. He didn't come home last night. So he said, no, 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 no. Ain't what the scripture's talking about. So anyway, moving right along. Thought I'd throw that out there. Lord, have mercy. What Paul is saying is the principle of permanency, and he's using the word death. Once I'm dead to the principle, then I'm alive to marry Christ. I can't marry Christ until I'm dead to this flesh. I'm talking about lordship now. I'm talking about lord now. This is me. This is me. This is me. He, he, he's dealing with the, the law of marriage. Then 7.5 to 7.6, the law of sin and death. And look, look at 7.5, look at 7.6. Come on now. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins. That word motions indicates in our old nature, we felt all that stuff that the flesh wants you to feel. My God today. You're walking in the store and somebody nice looking smiles at you and you think they're in love with you. You got, you got some major problems, Doc. That could have been their way of saying, good morning, good afternoon, how are you? You know, yeah, Lord, hey, Mary. Oh, she loves me. She loves me not. I'm still fine. 
I'm still good looking. I still got it. All, all that's coming from that flesh nature. You don't still have it. That's why your wife sits over there and you sit over there because you ain't, you ain't still got it. I'm trying to send away for that stuff to put on my eyes so these, these things go down. I'm going to buy my beauty just like the women. Just like these women buy their beauty, I'm buying mine, Doc. In the name of Jesus. And when I get my teeth made, all I'm going to do is smile. That's all I'm going to do, Doc. In the name of Jesus. I've accepted the fact that things are going out the window. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, 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 and so this law, hanging there with me now, verse 5 and 6, of sin and death. Notice the motion of sins, plural, which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. And when you see sin in the plural is what we produce, when you see sin in the singular, it's the operation that's going on from within. I got to move. 7-7, seven, seven. the law of Moses. And, and the law of Moses is that thou shalt not cover it. We would not have known what the commandments were if we didn't know the commandments of Moses on Mount Sinai, but God knew we couldn't live them commandments. Galatians says they were nothing but a schoolmaster to lead us to Christ. The reason the commandments can lead us to Christ because we get frustrated trying to do right and keep the commandments, and Christ comes along and says, you cannot keep them, but I am a keeper of them. I am your righteousness. I am your victory. So by believing in me, you don't have to necessarily try to keep them in your own strength. So you know what the problem is in the church? We're still trying to operate from the old. Some of us still think we slick. Yes, we do. And your slickness got you in trouble before. Come on, let me look at the clock. You think you're slick. You think you know more than everybody else. You think nobody can see you. Uh, you know, and, and, and we, we operating out of this, this paradigm that's evil. That's evil. And we only psyching ourselves out. That's all we don't psyching ourselves out. What others don't see, God sees. You're missing the point. And God is the one you're praying to. God is the one you're trusting in. God is the one you want him to pull you out. And he knows everything manufactured in your heart. Child, child of God, you, 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 you got to understand. And, and I keep telling you all this. I'm, I'm back. Let me, let, me, let me just make it clear. If I turn right now to a former life of fornication, I would catch AIDS the first time. You know why? Because I got too much light and I would have to jump over too many hurdles to sin. And where much is given, y'all ain't ready for this kind of preaching. Much is required. You can't brag about how much word you know 
and then you out here plotting and planning a whole bunch of mess. God ain't playing that. Do I have a witness? Oh, he's getting tied up in here. Look, look, the, the law of Moses, the law of the flesh of enduring sin. Look at verse 8. But sin, the operation of sin, taken occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, sin was dead. God said, I added the law so sin could come alive. I added the law so you could know what sinful uh, sensual things are operating mm. through this Adamic nature. Yeah. Look at his argument. Verse 9, for I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. Lord, have mercy. Verse 11, sin taken occasion by the commandment deceived me and it slewed me. And, 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 and so Paul begins with these laws, these principles, amen, which perplex us. Lord, have mercy. We got problems with God's principles because they don't match our old nature. Can I get a witness? God is not uh, in favor of every TV show you look at. God is not in favor of every magazine you look at. God is not in favor of every email you email. God is not in favor of, but, but, but we can't hear him because we don't want to hear him. So we just continue in those things, Lord have mercy, that we keep on doing. Lord have mercy. That, that is, we, we become perplexed with his principles, principle of indwelling sin. Now, before I got saved, I was not looking for things I'm looking for now. Are y'all are y'all understanding this? I ain't want no saved girl. I wasn't looking for no saved girl. I went to church every once in a while on New Year's Eve. I was on my knees. That was it. I was out of church. Are y'all getting this? Church is a way of life now. Are y'all are y'all getting this? Lord have mercy. Think about what you used to look for. And what you looking for now? I, I hope they ain't the same. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Before I got married, I prayed for a spiritual wife. I was 13 years single. That's, that's why I can lead a singles ministry. I was 13 years single as a saint. Yeah, I know all the challenges. But I prayed for a spiritual wife. I ain't prayed for no spiritual wife in the world. I pray for a good-looking, fine, built, nice hair, nice complexion, nice walk, slow talk. Y'all, y'all getting this? Hi, Raymond. Oh, we got to differentiate stuff. Come on, man. I was in the fast lane with fast people. Are y'all getting this? Fast people. People that can lie and just keep going. You never catch the lie, dog. This is, 
<laughs> so now that I get saved and come to church, the folk trying to lie to me, I'm just looking at them like, where they come from? I done seen this one played out before. In the name of Jesus. And the light of the body is the eye. They can't, they, they can't, they can't do it. Only a train center can look you in the eye and lie. Yeah. Ba- 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 baby, where you been? I ain't seen you at church. Well, I... Here they go, Leroy. <laughs> well, where's your husband? I don't, I don't know. I, I, he, 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 he's lying. Jesus. Thank God for my spiritual wife. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then we got a nerve to let God know that what he gave us, we don't want no more. When he gave us the best. You got to love Adam. Adam, Lord, the woman you gave me. You the one that took my rib. And hook this thing up. You hooked up a mess, Lord. I only followed her. I only followed her voice. Lord, have mercy. When you and I get in front of Jesus, we will not be able to blame our mates. Jesus is going to say, Diane who? Raymond who? Who are you talking about? We're going to be accountable for ourselves. Can I get a witness? It's getting tied up in there. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. That, that is, we, we see the perplexities with principles. My God. But secondly, we see the perplexities with our problem against God. Now, this is defeat. I'm coming in, chapter 7, verse 15. He starts this session, section. And by the way, hermeneutically, the the law of interpretation, the context needs to stay in the context. Don't give a scripture and go live somewhere else. Get back home to the scripture. I'm sick and tired of these preachers and bishops and pastors. I'm trying to keep them out of this pulpit. They come up in here and they call this and you go here. They end up way over here. Ain't got nothing to do with here. And you're leaving confused. That, that is, child of God, that Paul is saying there is a power. Uh-oh. This power of defeat is the center letter of the word sin. And the center letter is I. And it's mentioned 25 times in this chapter. For I to be mentioned that much in this chapter, Paul is not anywhere near the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. He functioned out of I. Me, I. me, myself, and I. That's our problem right there. We're talking about the renewing of the mind to God's will. Forget God's will, our will. My way... Highway. My work, no work. What 
we, we have lied to ourselves so long, we actually believe our will is God's will. God didn't ask you to do this. This is your thing. That, 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 that when we begin to look at the operation of the eye, we see failure. We see false steps. We see a frustrated believer. Are you getting this? Uh, 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 look, look, look at the troubles that I bring. Look at verse 15. Are you with me? For that which I do, I allow not. Boy, this is deep. Let's look at this from a counseling perspective. And how does that make you feel? Crazy. What I'm doing, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that's what I end up doing. Is that fickleness? Is that frustration? Is that failure? Absolutely. Paul's been saved 20 years. Look what he's saying. There's perplexity in saying and believing one thing but actually doing another. Oh, Lord, you got to be careful. Mm. Do you trust the Lord? Yeah, I trust the Lord. Do you really? See, we don't have them kind of Christians anymore. They're fading away because we are enmeshed with society that says, don't take shots at anybody, don't judge anybody, don't do this, don't do that. We've heard, we've been inundated with all that stuff so much that now nobody has anything to say. The, the, the problem with that is somebody may need to confront you. I got a problem. You up here singing or preaching or ushering, you are in a position of sight and your home's not right. Mm. You're beating on your wife. You're beating on your husband. You're not managing your home well. And you're in sight. What's the problem with that? We don't want to hear it. Well, that's my personal life. No, 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 no. You're saved. You're saved. There needs to be admonishment when it's necessary. The fact of the matter is, what you call in judgment, God may not call judgment. That, that, that we look at this thing on verse 15, and, you know, and it deals with this matter of doing what we don't allow, but doing it anyhow, and, 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 and hating it while we're doing it. Hmm. Boy, I shared, I shared with y'all, I'm going to get out to it. I shared with y'all years ago, I came here, my second year here, 30 years, 31 years ago, my second year here, the church had a policy that I respected. I didn't agree with it. Any, any young girl that got pregnant, 15, 16 years old, she had to come on Wednesday before the church and stand up front, pregnant, Look at the congregation and apologize. And, and I 
we did that two years. A young girl came up. She stood up here and cried like a baby. I mean, across the street. She cried like a baby. She said, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sitting there saying, wait a minute. I know they mean well. But if I can remember John chapter 8, let him that is without this sin cast the first stone. Now, 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 wait a minute. What about all the women on pills that ain't never get pregnant? Or the ones that got abortions? Oh, somebody need to preach it. They didn't come up here and stand. Do I have a witness? So I told the church, no, we can't do that. And here's the biblical basis. We cannot do that. We got to quietly cover her, pray for her, and love her. Am I right? In the name of Jesus. Because, look, if God should mark iniquities, who won't stand? God comes down here and says, Raymond Gordon, did you commit fornication? Stand. And I'll be sitting next to Green. <laughs> if you got high, stand. This thing is tight. If you manipulated others, stand. If you lie, stand. In fact, I want you to stand so the whole congregation can stand behind you. Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And who are you to judge? Are you kidding me? Uh, it's tight. We, we see a perplexing cover. Now, now, now don't, 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 don't tilt the pinball machine. Because if, if, if sin is open, you got to deal with it. There was a man in the church. He came to, he came to church every Sunday drunk. And he came right back down out drunk. Ugh. And they said, uh, every time you come to church drunk, we're going to put you out. And they kept putting the man out. He said, and when you sober up, we'll let you back in. So one Sunday, drunk, next Sunday, sober. So this was an exercise. So he said, look, we're tired of this. You got to stay sober at least two Sundays before we let you come back in here. That, 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 that child of God, 717, uh, now then it is no more I that do it. Look at the singular sin. But the sin operation dwelleth in me. Mm. You got an operation in you. You got a CPU, a central processing unit. All it knows is sin. Can I get a witness? For I know that in me that is in my flesh, verse 18, dwelleth no good thing. Now, 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 look at the Holy Spirit. There's nothing in you that's good. Ain't nothing in you that's good. Nothing in me that's good. Intrinsically good. There's nothing in you that's good, for to will is present with me, but how to perform it, that which is good I find not. Paul is struggling through perplexity between sin and sanctification. Man, I can't overcome this thing. I can't get there. The best thing you can do is be honest with yourself and be honest with God. Just learn to be honest. If you've blown it with your children, tell them, I love you, I made mistakes with you, and I'm praying for you. Just be honest.
honest. You know why you can't be honest? Because you're full of pride. Be honest. Be honest with yourself. I haven't lived up to all the things as your wife or your husband. Just be honest. You ain't got to say it. We already know it. But the fact, and I'm going to tell you about the power of confession, the fact that you can't say it tells us that you've got a major issue in your soul. You've got a major issue in your soul. Major. That when you, when you look at what Paul is saying in verse 18 and 19, real, real quick, I've got to get there. For, for the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Look at verse 20. Now, if I do that which I would not, it is no more I that do it, but the sin principle, the sin operation that dwelleth in me. We got a sin operation in us that's in conflict with the new nature from the Holy Spirit, that wants its own way, that persuades you that it has the answer for your perplexity. He wants you to relate to your own plan to get ahead. And God says it ain't going to work. I was never convicted by the Holy Spirit before I got saved. I was convicted in my conscience. That's my alarm system because of the way I was raised. Do y'all see the difference? I was raised by parents that would knock your head off. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I ain't telling you to knock your children's head off. Let me tell you how deep my upbringing was. I was at the Congress of Christian Education. I'm a vice president. I was in the president's office, leaving the president. I just talked to the president. I'm coming out of the office to get coffee and keep going. And there was a piece of paper on the floor. And I walked over it. And I stopped. And a lady, old lady, got up and picked the paper up. And I said, I am so sorry. I, I can hear my mother right now. Didn't you see that piece of paper? Because that's the way I was raised. We didn't walk over things. Can I get a witness? Now, I know some of y'all millennials saying, boy, that's crazy. I, you listen. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Can I get a witness? Come on now. You, you, listen, listen. To that. It wasn't about your feelings or your phone or your apps. It, it, it was about rules. Can I get a witness? You didn't talk in church. In fact, I'm going to make you laugh. Most of the time, we didn't talk at dinner table. We ate. And with six kids... And so many pieces of chicken, you better eat. You mess around, won't be nothing left. You better not talk in school. You better not talk in church. Don't do too much talking at the kitchen table. No, you know, uh, well, 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 what time did you have the fellowship? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You had no say so. A child was seen, not heard. 
Oh, don't raise kids like that. That's terrible. One morning we had oatmeal. Next morning we had eggs. I love the eggs. Didn't like the oatmeal. Love it now. But I come downstairs. What's that? Oatmeal. Uh, you ain't hungry. Are y'all with me? See, see, I, I give you those parts, but I don't give you the other part. All of that. All of those things that I grew up with formed in me a respect for authority. Come on now. It formed in me a diligent spirit. I'm not lazy. Yeah. I'm not spoiled. I'm not sitting up there, I can't have it like that. I ain't got all that. Do I have a witness? Now, 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 child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God, I'm, I'm just trying to get you to see something that these principles that Paul is dealing with on the inside, uh, he's bringing out these perplexities for reason. My dysfunction, my depraved mind. My dysfunction, my depraved mind. My dysfunction, my depraved mind. In the 50s, man, you better not go up to your parents and say, you don't trust me? Because the answer going to be no. <laughs> I got a right to go in every drawer. These, these kids got their parents. I'm, How would you go in my drawer? That ain't trusting me. He said, well, I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who's paying the mortgage? In fact, I could come in the house and my motherfucker pat me down. I just keep quiet. Just... <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, we've come a long way, haven't we? These perplexities that Paul is pointing out are inner conflictual within himself. And we're inner conflictual. We are. We get, angry at, we get angry sometimes at the wrong thing. We laugh at the wrong thing. Come on now. And so our text, we're coming in, verse 23, but I see another law, brother by a different mother, my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity. Key word is captivity. To the law of sin, which is in my members. I don't have to go look for them. They're in me. They're in me. You know what's scary? The same boys I grew up with in South Philly. The same boys I went to movies with, went to school with, hung on the corner with. Many of them are dead. Doing three or four life terms in prison. Gangsters. Strung out on drugs. And when I'm laying up, feeling sorry for myself, the Lord comes along and reminds me that he pulled me out from a mighty long way. How many of y'all know that some of the people you grew up with are gone? Some of them in hell. Can I get a witness? Some of them didn't make it. But you sitting up here on a Sunday morning because the Lord elected you. The Lord called you. The Lord chose you. 
The Lord predestinated you. The Lord snatched you out of hell with smoke in your garments. Perplexed. Perplexed. Got a phone call last night. One of my guys I played ball with from South Philly. He said, listen, man. He said, South Philly's having a big party down the park near the Navy Yard, the Lakes, League Island. We want everybody there. I said, all right. He gave me the date. I said, I'm going to try to make it. Now, I already know. Them guys, they know I'm saving up. But when I, when I see them, I always go in with a bunch of tracks. And, 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 and the thing is that when you see people that you grew up with, they knew you from when. You can't pull the church stuff over their heads. Do I have a witness? You hooky school with them. You laid beside them. You got high with them. You cursed with them. Don't get quiet up in here now. Some of y'all were saying amen in the name of Jesus. And now that you're a new creature in Christ, they are perplexed. Can I ask you a question? How did you get into all that? And, and your job is to say Jesus. Your, your job is just to say Jesus. That Jesus, amen, pulled me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Uh, do I have a witness up in the house? And, and child of God, so, so, so child of God, when you get to verse 23, he says, but I see another law working my members. Oh, wretched man that I am. Now stop. Because you only get cured spiritually when you're able to confess. Oh, wretched man. Not educated with a master's degree. Not clean and cool and copacetic. But I'm a wretched man, and, 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 and the Romans, when you committed murder, they used to take the corpse and put it on your back and tie it to you, and you had to carry it around. You carried a bunch of stench around because the body was decomposing. Do I have a witness? And the way they did that law was if you killed somebody, you had to carry the corpse. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got to carry a corpse. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And he tells you who it is. It's not Buddha or Hindu. He said, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Let me go back to my Gordonism. God wants you to, uh-huh. He wants you to watch. He wants you to wait. He wants you to worship. When you go to Isaiah 40, for 39 chapters, Israel's been in sin. And God came in chapter 40 and said, Comfort ye my people. Tell her her warfare has ended and her iniquity has been pardoned. Can I get a witness? And then the prophet is told something peculiar. Who have known the mind of the Lord. Uh, uh, who has heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. See, child of God, when you get perplexed, God wants you to just stand still. He wants you to watch, wait, and worship him. I dare you to start a worship session. When your pain comes, start worshiping him. 
Can I get a witness? When your perplexity comes, start worshiping him. I dare you to start worshiping him. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth their strength. Even the youths will faint, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they, I dare you to do it. I dare, I double, I double dare you, I double dare you, that wait upon the Lord. The Lord is on his way. The Lord is coming. Shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They walk and they're not faint. Raymond God, when you get perplexed, look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Don't come up with your own work plan. Don't think that I have abandoned my love for you. Don't, 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 don't start worrying. I dare you to start worshiping me. I dare you to wait on me. I dare you, I dare you, I double dare you. I double dare you to watch for me. Can I get a witness? The Lord is on his way. The Lord is coming. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my magnitude. The Lord is my goodness. The Lord is my grace. The Lord is my mercy. The Lord is my victory. The Lord, the Lord, I said the Lord, the Lord will make a way out of no way. The Lord is a river flowing through the desert. The Lord, the Lord is a bright and morning star. The Lord is the lily of the valley. Can I get a witness? Yeah, the Lord, the Lord. You got to know who the Lord is. You got to know what the Lord will do. You got to know where the Lord has bought you from. The Lord is my, yeah. The Lord raised me up. Can I get a witness? Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my high tower. The, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. The Lord has never failed me. The Lord brought me through before. I've seen this before. I've felt this before. Every time I get in trouble, Jesus shows up. Every time I'm ready to throw the towel in, the Lord moves to me. Every time things get topsy-turvy, the Lord opens up a new way. Can I get a witness? His way is higher than our way. He will. Won't he do it, saints? He will do far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. Can you say, yeah? The Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord is with you from here on out. He's my high tower. He's my strength. He's my battle. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Not your phone. Not your family. But the Lord. He is. I said he is. He will. Won't he do it, saints? He will. Won't he do it, saints? He will. He'll make a way. Won't he make a way? He'll put a hedge around your family. He'll put a hedge around your mind. He'll put a hedge around your feet. He'll put running in my feet, clapping in my hands, joy in my soul. Say yeah. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? When I get perplexed, I watch, wait, and worship. 
and God pulls me out. He is awesome. Every time I get in trouble, now I'm going to send you home with something, even when I am the reason I'm in trouble, the Lord still pulls me out. Won't he pull you out? Won't he pull you out? Won't he pull you out? He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Perplexity. Perplexity. Perplexity is there to make us over, mature us, and motivate us. Let's stay on our feet. Every head is bow, every eye is closed. As your head is bowed and your eyes closed, if you're here and you need to be saved, I want you to raise your hand right now. Let Jesus in. He wants to save you. Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He wants to save you. Is there one? You want to give your life to Christ. If you're not saved, you're going to hell. You need to be born again. Perhaps you are saved looking for a church home. We'd love to have you here. Raise your hand if you want to join the church. Anybody? We're looking. We're looking. Father, in the name of Jesus, when we come to those areas, those times, that thinking of perplexity, help us to just watch, wait, and worship, and not worry or feel withdrawn from your love do a work on our own but to trust you and you alone and watch you work out your will our good and your glory help us not to fret when we become perplexed but to be still and to know that you are God in Jesus name Amen we love you see you Wednesday at CORE have a great day